Does life just happen to you or do you make life happen? When we live on autopilot, it feels like we are going through the motions without paying attention to the details of what we're doing. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode on the Remastered Podcast. This is Munira Madison. And this is Muhammad Kibria. And today we're talking about being on autopilot and going through the motions. Okay, but first let's check in. How's it going, Munira? And are you in autopilot right now? <laughs> Alhamdulillah, going well. Um, I don't feel like I'm on autopilot right now, uh, but I do feel like there's something missing, right? Yeah. From the day to day. So I don't know. There's like a difference between autopilot and like just feeling like there's something missing. How about yourself? How, how are you feeling? Do you feel like you yourself are on autopilot right now? Um, th- there are many, I, I think there are many things. So let's, let's figure out like what is autopilot means. So I guess we're, we're trying to say is that like, you're going, just going the flow, right? You know how this is sometimes people will say like, go with the flow, right? But you're going with the flow so much that you're not even realizing what it's almost, it's like when you're driving a vehicle and you don't even think twice, you get home, you're like, oh, I'm home now because it's, it's such a habit, right? You create it, it, it's patterns, Exactly. But in terms of like, you know, when we say autopilot, we're talking about just like without any emotions, you know, you're just doing things day to day. And, 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 and reality is now the way I flip my calendar is literally like chunk, like couple of days at a time, because I forget, like last time I flipped my calendar, I was like, oh my God, like I have a small calendar in my desk. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, it's been three days. And I have to like flip three days in a <laughs> row. And all of a sudden it's Friday. All of a sudden it's like the weekend is over. Mm-hmm. Time is going so fast. So yeah, um, there are things definitely, I mean, autopilot and there are things that, you know, sometimes I'm like, like when I, when I step back and reflect and, and, and realize like, you know what, what am I doing? Right. Right. So yeah, it feels like that. It definitely feels like that part of my life has, it's automated almost. Yeah. I think most of us feel that way, especially when it comes to work or family life, like, like work Mm -hmm. or home life, because you, you do have a routine in work and you do have to do it like, you know, five times a a week, five days a week, if not more. Um, So I think those are the two areas that we find ourselves really on autopilot in addition to our spiritual life and patterns. So I feel like there's always one that's kind of on autopilot regardless. Um, is that kind of like what you're feeling? Like, are you feeling like you're just going through the motions with work, with family life or with your spiritual life right now? Oh man, that's, uh, like all varies, right? I mean, there are times on my spiritual journey, look, because I'm so, I'm involved in, we're both involved in the community work. Right. And sometimes that even feels like automated for us. Right. So when it comes to like work environment, obviously, you know, you and I are blessed to be working for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're working in the community. I think there's a different, I know a lot of people like, oh my God, you're so lucky you're doing this for the community. Even this work is very exhausting. Right. And sometimes those meetings take so much time and you you get so it gets constantly redundant almost. Right. Um, and yeah, it's like, personally, I, I feel sometimes it's just like so tiring, mentally exhausting, but you, you just go through the motion because you have to, or it's required. Right. Um, but otherwise, like, I, I think from a work perspective, that's, that's not going to change much unless you mm-hmm. really, you know, renew that intention from the beginning of the morning. Say, okay, you know what, right. I'm going to get this energy. I'm going to try my best, but I think it doesn't happen after you really have to be disciplined, not to be auto in autopilot, right. In yeah. Automotive. 
Yeah. What I love is like when we're talking with youth directors across the States, like in our monthly syncs and stuff like that, I love the fact that you always bring up renewing intentions because especially like in community work, but in everything we're doing, whether it's our family, family Mm -hmm. life, our spiritual life, our community life, anything, you know, renewing your intention and then also like figuring out, okay, what is missing to help reinvigorate this? So if it's reinvigorating your community work, is there some organization you can link up with? Is there somebody in your life who really inspires you? And even like spiritually, right? Like that's why people go to retreats. That's why people go to Terbia and Elm camps with mass and attend weekend retreats to kind of get that jump start again, kind of feel renewed, right? Okay. So let me ask you, um, which one of your prayer today did you automate? Like, it's like, I call it the drive-through, right? You just go through it because, all right, I'm just going to pray quickly. So what was your drive? Like, which one of your prayer was drive-through today? And then, and I'll, I'll share mine. Like, I remember praying, I think, the whole, and I, I try to make the renewal. I had to go pick up my kids. So I just like prayed, right? It's like, and even going through Surah Fatiha, such a powerful surah that I personally love studying. I realize I'm not reflecting enough. I'm mm-hmm. not taking too much pauses, right? Because mm-hmm. again, the automation process. So yeah. uh, how's like how's it going with you in terms of like, you know, in your bad that is there yeah. something automated for you or for are sure. you struggling with that? Yeah, definitely. I think it, it has been a struggle, especially like the last two months. I've had a lot of personal struggles. So that always like I always have to find something to motivate me again to really return to the daily ibadat, you know, like um, and so I think it actually helps me though. Like when I'm going through something really tough, it helps me be more present in my prayer because that in and of itself is like a, a refuse, like a refuge of some sort. Yeah. A refuge, not refuse. Sorry. (laughs) Um, so I think like today, actually I was very intentionally present in my prayer. I noticed I was saying a fataha a little faster. I slowed myself down. I thought of, you know, the meanings that we learned behind it. And I just stayed very conscious of how present I was. And even my mind like wandered at one point, it started thinking about something else. And then I redirected myself back. So presence is a big thing. I think Isha is probably the one that I lose my, my focus on. Cause I'm like, okay, last prayer of the day. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's something I need to renew. Um, but actually today I was very intentionally present. Right. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. But I feel like there's other things like that we're just like going through, you yeah. know, on autopilot. Yeah. And I, I think like when it comes to our spiritual journey, um, every one of us, for those young professionals out there, whoever is listening, you guys will see that there's a different vibe you get in Ramadan versus mm-hmm. right after Ramadan is over, right? And I think this is one of the reasons why Allah SWT, even the Friday, the congregation prayer, the, the changing your environment, right? So when you're always going to the masjid and praying, there's a, a steps you're taking to make sure it's not just becomes a routine, especially when it comes to your spiritual journey with Allah SWT. And for yourself, because if you're not really conscious and careful, um, what happens is you're doing it because it becomes a habit. So it's not just, a, obviously you need to create habits, but you need to create habits that are intentional and you have to be conscious. So one of the things that really uh, honestly helps me not to just be constantly on autopilot is literally very simple element. Like one of the exercises right before you start praying, like do some breathing exercises. Yes. Like stop, pause, think. You're, you're about to talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? And I think few moments of reflection is better than like a couple hundred uh, salat, 
right? Like, right. like there, there's a saying about like, if you were to sit down and reflect on your life, it's better, it's better than going to the motion of prayer two, 300 rakah, right? Exactly. So that's how powerful it is to have a small in, renewal intention to snap out of that automation process because mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, um, it's, it's, not, it's not that healthy that you, you stay in the same spiritual state all the time. Right. And sometimes we have to like look beyond also like what, what we feel like we're just doing in motions and not very consciously, like find another way to reconnect, find another way to reinvigorate your prayer or whatever you're struggling with on autopilot, even in your work, right? If, if you feel like, okay, I'm just on autopilot. Why is it because you're burned out? Is it because you don't feel synergy with your teammates? You know, we're in the time of pandemic still, and a lot of people are working remotely from home and they wonder why they've lost so much like motivation. And Adam Grant, he's wonderful uh, in psychology and leadership, like organizational leadership. He actually released uh, an article recently saying what we experienced before in the pandemic was grief grief over the type of life that we lost and the connections. And now what we're experiencing almost two years in is languish. So it's not exactly burnout, but it's like demotivation because you don't have that synergy, you know? So like if you're lacking human connection, if you're lacking a tangible goal or, you know, you feel like you're stagnant, what can you do to kind of push yourself outside of that? Yeah. And I think it's the baby steps to like, for example, when I wanted to, like, when I want to, like, one thing we constantly forget that our tradition emphasizes in nature so much, right? So much. And you'll see that, you know, nature is constantly changing. It's not staying same. Uh, it's not, in the, it's not, in, the nature is not an autopilot. So no. how can we be, how can we be an autopilot, right? So every day, every season, things are changing, uh, right? Uh, in the environment. So when you think about Salah, right, Salah is dictated by the nature. Obviously, nowadays we have clock, you know, there's a buzz, there's an app. But having that practice of even if you know it's a Salah time, go outside, look at the nature and reflect on, okay, this is the whole time. This is Asr time, right? Yeah. But beyond that, also like taking like what I like to do is I, I like praying in different places in my house. I'll find the most random, like right in the hallway between between the stairs between the room i'll find a spot and i'll pray there and it's like different environment different i don't know it just gives me a different element of revival because you know when you sit in the same place when you're reciting the same surah when you're p- praying the same way it, like mm-hmm. obviously you pray the same way not not to change the ways right. but the point is change your environment uh plug yourself in renew your intention understand mm-hmm. study some of the verses reflect right. on it right you don't have to like just go through motions and constant reset like you can just pause in each verse and reflect mm-hmm. that's a change of uh, from automation process just pause yeah. when you're saying alhamdulillah okay i'm praising allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who's rub who's my mentor right. and reflect on your life what you're going through and i seek allah's uh, grants right so I think those are baby steps, like things that like personally, I think if, if all of us do it, though, you definitely snap out of those, your spiritual uh, uh, automation, right? Exactly. I love praying outside, like praying outside, you know, something that was so powerful that I learned maybe my first year I was Muslim was that all of nature is in constant worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. And I always think of that, especially when I see like the leaves blowing in the wind, or I feel even just a breeze pass on my face. I always feel like this is like the breath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there's something that I need to reflect on. And subhanAllah today, actually probably why I was more conscious in my prayer at Dohr was because before that I walked outside 
it happened to start raining this really beautiful light rain. And I was yeah. like, Oh, rain is the best time to make dua. And I just opened my hands and started talking directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even like started crying, you know, and I'm like, you know, everything that's in my heart. I don't know, even know why I'm explaining this to you, but you know, this is what I need to get off of my heart. And that probably now that you mention it is what helped me be more intentionally conscious in my prayer. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, we also tend to forget we're, I mean, we are talking about, the, you know, the prayer and the Salah and, and our spiritual state of automation. Salah itself is a connection. It's a, it's yeah. a conversation. It's not just a connection. You're, you're making a conversation to make connection, right? So when you're making conversation with people, you have to be present. You have to be mindful. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you have to have awareness. So I think awareness is the key in here in snapping out of automation. So we're not just talking about prayer. Like it's just generating life. Like we yeah. There are times you can get caught up with this nine to five lifestyle. And many of us are right. The corporate life, you just, you know, get through Monday. <laughs> That's the everybody. Nobody wants to do anything Monday. Tuesdays are the days, right? Once, and, you know, I've been there in the corporate world and I know how it is. And Friday, nobody wants to do work. But then again, even your weekend goes through so fast mm -hmm. because it's again, it's a roller coaster process and everything again becomes automation. So we really have to be intentional to snap out of those automation situation, mm -hmm. right? Or just, just going through the motion without really emotions. Mm -hmm. What I love is like goal setting or like writing down, you know, what I'm going to do for the week. I, I call it a, you can do list instead of a to-do list, <laughs> just to kind of trick my mind a little bit, just mm -hmm. writing those things down. Like what are your priorities? And then what's something, what's a goal that you're working towards? What is, a, a characteristic or an attribute you want to incorporate in your life this week. I think that helps us be a little bit more intentional and also have something to work towards. Um, inshallah. Yeah. And, and look, our, our faith fluctuates, right? It's Iman mm -hmm. goes up and down. It is and that's okay. Sometimes not to have any emotions or feelings. And that may be the time where you're just going through the emotion. Like, you know, you're just going through the, maybe you're just praying without any feelings, but the point is, even if you're breathing right, even if you are, you know, um, even if you're like, just like reflecting something mm -hmm. that with no emotion, it's okay. You're still submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're still standing right. and praying. And we're going to have those days. Like I, I, like there are prayers. I don't want, I don't, my mind was not there. Right. It's almost like forcing my body to be there, but you know what? It's fine. At least you submit it. At least you're there. I think that's exactly. important. But in, you know, when it comes to like, um, just being like, Subhanallah, like if you're not, I think intention is really crucial part of snapping out of the entire process mm -hmm. of automation because otherwise it, you're almost like, it's almost meaningless. It becomes meaningless. Right. Your, right. Is meaningless. Your relationship with Allah is just like, okay, it's there. It doesn't have any taste. It doesn't have any uh, elements of like, um, I know, spark, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. we need the spark. And that's why I love that our Dean, like it, it really emphasizes intention, before anything else. And I think that's there to remind us of this presence and of, you know, how to actually be, how to actually benefit from this connection, this opportunity and this invitation. Um, you just mentioned something. What did you just say right before that? <laughs> In terms of like, um, Oh yeah. Was... Your body. Yeah, yeah. How like sometimes your body is just doing the motions sometimes I, and that we should still do that. So sometimes this reminds me of like when I was just getting back into the gym at first, like I recognized that I was depressed. I needed, needed more endorphins. I needed to move my body and take care of it. 
So I started going to the gym. I made that intention. At first, I literally just drove there and sat in the parking lot. (laughs) Then I drove there, sat in the parking lot, forced myself to go in for 15 minutes. Then I drove myself, forced myself to go in for 30 minutes and rewarded myself with a coffee afterwards. And then all of a sudden I was going like an hour every single day, but it took some time for my mind to catch up to my body. You know, I was forcing myself to go there. Okay, there's the door. And sometimes that happens with prayer too. So don't stop praying if you feel like you're just like not in it. Sometimes your mind, your emotion, your iman will catch up to what you are doing physically. Sorry. So also like, you know, if you're not really connected to a mentor, if you're not really, you know, um, if you don't have a circle of halakha that you're attending weekly, right? You need those, those. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I know <laughs> the khutbahs, it's also like, like, even for example, test yourself out. Even when you go to khutbah, you're just like sitting there bored. You're just, you know, like the time goes by and, and you can't wait for salah, right? Sometimes the same content is repetitive or it's not even contextualized. I think that also, look, as a community, there is a responsibility for us as a community organizers, as, as massage institutions to really give us that jump. Because look, even, even Prophet Asa mm-hmm. in Fridays, like his khutbahs were really powerful. He, his eyes would lit up, like he would like use heavier voice. It's to shake people up for the week. It's like, it's like your weekly dose of synergy, right? Spiritual synergy. And if you're not getting those, if you don't have a halakha you're attending, if you're not really, if you're not really, look, ultimately, if your soul is not being cultivated, you're going to feel like you're, you're going to fall into more automation process. Right. So what do you need to do? Even like, go turn into a like YouTube lecture. I know it's like the, those nightly YouTube lecture, inspirational mm-hmm. background music. Do it. Mm-hmm. Give your soul some food for it's required. The, you know, give yourself a Quran, give something so it, it stays alive. So it can really give you that, that metaphysical motivation that you need. And also look at the company you keep. I mean, speaking like speaking of going to Juma, speaking of going to Halakas, again, a lot of us are facing Delta variant. There's still, you know, massaging closed down across the country. And sometimes, you know, some universities and MSAs aren't aren't there. So like finding those ways to connect, but also being really cognizant of the company you keep. I find that if I'm keeping company who are God conscious, who are ambitious themselves, who get passionate about community work, then I also feel that way. But if I'm just around people who literally don't get my religion, don't get my work, don't get me, then I'm, of course, more demotivated. So finding those ways to connect, sometimes it's hard and sometimes we have to rely on virtual, but reaching out to people. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and unfortunately, like, again, the corporate world, the society we live in, like, you know, it doesn't help much. And honestly, you'll see if, if you really analyze yourself, like, for example, when I look at my weekly report on my phone, how much time I spent on, you know, online and social media platforms, sometimes things that you're doing is, that is unproductive also takes you downhill and, and kills your mm-hmm. time, right? For sure. Look, uh, I mean, we are really distracted. Uh, I, I think we are very much con- like the contents that are, we're receiving or t- observing. Most of it is not healthy, honestly, if you ask mm-hmm. me, right? Most of it is just waste of time. I'm prioritizing. So I think like you got to begin your your morning routine is important. How you start Mm -hmm. your day 
is going to really reflect on if it isn't just automation. You have to make intention. You, right. Intentional setting is crucial for everything. So if you're a, if you're working in the corporate world, if you say, you know what, today I make the intention. I'm doing this for sake of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. I'm gonna do my time. I'm gonna serve my, you know, I'm gonna do my due diligence to make sure I show up on meetings fully with energy and also know yourself. Mm-hmm. Know yourself. If you know you need to drink enough water to stay active, drink water. If you know there are things you have to do internally. Uh, or at least at least knowing how your body functions is important. Exactly. And I think I I love Ramadan for that reason. I think it helps kind of renew our bodies as well in addition to our minds and our spirits. And then as we get further and further away from Ramadan, you see like bad habits start to form. You're not healthy anymore because you can eat anytime, you know, you're not getting to prayers on time, you're not surrounding yourself with the same company. And so you see like Ramadan really subhanAllah is like this really good uh, measure for the rest of the year for us, because the idea isn't that Ramadan is the exception. It's that it's the guide for the rest of the year. Yeah. And any personally, since last Ramadan, I also try to maintain my diet in terms Mm -hmm. of eating in the right amount. Yeah. And I'm always weighing myself throughout the week. And I, I kept my weight limit at that Ramadan weight limit. And like, you know, that helped me so much. Like I actually find myself through that realizing the less I eat, the less I sleep, I'm more productive for somehow. Yeah. Right. Subhanallah. And that really worked for me. Again, you can still fall into an auto, you know, automated uh, process in your life, but honestly, you, you have to snap out of it, renew intentions, do those exercises. You know, as a matter of fact, some of these motivation speakers will tell you, Go take a cold shower in the morning. Wake right. your, wake your body up, right? <laughs> Don't start with scrolling and end with scrolling. Like that's the downside to kind of how our society is really set up. And you kind of referenced this earlier, but even with social media, the types of content that that we consume, it's all like many years ago, it was like, okay, we have to do 10 minute videos. Then it was five minute videos. Then it was one minute videos. Now we're on like 15 second, 30 second doses of content that we're used to, to the point, like we're wondering, okay, what content should we put out? Because people aren't going to read something now. Right. So I think it's just really embedded in our culture right now, this idea of being constantly distracted almost and preoccupied with things that we don't have to really think about. And unfortunately, when you really sit and you're present with yourself, people have such a hard time meditating. I used to say I could not meditate ever because I was like stuck in that literally 5 a.m. to 12 a.m. lifestyle. Like every hour on the hour is, you know, dictated as to what I'm going to do. And that just wasn't a healthy way of living because you don't get used to being present. And that's why being present, like fully present, not on your phone and listening or, you know, watching something and talking but being fully present is very uncomfortable for the majority of us now. Yeah. Yeah. No, subhanAllah. I think those are very good um, tips and you're right. The whole scrolling, it, it's killing me personally. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's so hard because once you just start watching one, then you get to the next and the next and all of a sudden like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. And, and then you, you know, there are, it's an up and down cycle, right? So find the right cycle, but always, Again, going back, not falling into just like doing things regularly. In life, we got progress, right? So, and mm-hmm. same thing when we age, we're mm-hmm. aging. Our life, our body's changing, our mind is changing, and if we don't really cultivate it in the right way, we're gonna have a hard time balancing ourselves. Subhanallah. Exactly. And look, it's not easy. It's not. I'm. I'm this is not. <laughs> this is not like okay. I got this, and I'm gonna do it. It takes time. It takes resource. Mm-hmm. Make dua. 
ask Allah, well, Allah, you know, help me, give me the strength, give me the courage. You know, I want to snap out of this, help right. me become a better Muslim, you know, and you all just take a step and Allah will take other steps towards you to help you. Right. So make, you got to, that renewal intention is important. Look, a lot of the times people say, oh, you know, I tried this. I was like, did you make dua? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Him, right. Exactly. Start with the, and I think, you know, acknowledging, you know, that self-awareness, uh, cultivating mm-hmm. that self-awareness, taking that time to reflect on your life. And what are the areas where you might be on autopilot? You might not feel like you're on autopilot, but you might be on autopilot in like one relationship, like say how you uh, interact with your parents, for example. Oh, you only call them once a week. That's when you call them, you're on autopilot. That's how you maintain that relationship. Like even something as small as that, Take yeah. time to evaluate, be self-aware. Like you said, make dua and, you know, seek out whatever support you need. Sometimes we're very, very afraid to reach out to the yeah. people we most need in, in those times to kind of push us out of whatever we're in and then take it step by step, day at yeah. a time. That's yeah. a good point. Like communicate with yourself. Yeah. That means being conscious. Communicate with Allah. That means you're seeking help. And then look at your surroundings. Either you got to change your environment, change your approach, change your style, and taking the active steps towards doing that, right? Doing things differently, but at the same time, reaching your destination. I I think you made a good point in terms of, you know, making that call to your parents. Maybe you go visit them with a flower and and just out of nowhere, do it, right? Like reinvent, like, you know, come up with the different ways of doing things. For example, one of the other things we talked about, changing your room where you pray, Mm -hmm somewhere else right change the environment like i realize sometimes i'm so productive away from my desk that if i go to like a cafe and spend some time i can actually do done because of the environment shift for some reason right and even like for me like i got myself a stand-up desk so like i'll change my posture i'll stand and do some work and i realize i can do a lot right again know your know what's your strength and weakness and work through that Exactly. And inshallah, you know, all of you listening, all of you viewing, you'll take uh, something in this podcast will help you or someone you know, and, you know, always reach out to the people in your life, ask them how they're doing and see if you can support them. Inshallah. Inshallah. May Allah accept. Thank you. This is, I think, an interesting topic for us to discuss. Yeah, exactly. Alhamdulillah. I think um, it's definitely an important topic, especially in this day and age. I think we're all struggling with this, especially after quarantine life. So inshallah, something was beneficial for you all. And um, may Allah be with all of you. I mean, I mean, all of us. Zakmalakhar, everyone. Thank you for listening. This is Muhammad Kibriya. And Munira Madison. Checking out from podcast. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.